everyone, and welcome to episode 51 of For the Kudos. Episode 51 is brought to you by Pillar Performance. Melbourne's famous Run the Tan race is on at the end of this month, so join us on the Pillar Hill on Sunday the 30th of April. For the first time in the event's history, there'll be a race within a race as competitors tackle Anderson Street Hill. Thanks to Pillar Performance, there is a total of $1,000 prize money to the fastest male and female runner up the hill. If you're racing, then we want to see everyone going as fast as you can up the hill. Who cares if you blow up? If you plan to be watching, then be sure to set yourself up on the Anderson Street Hill. We want to see as many of you there as possible. Also to note, Pillar Performance's triple magnesium will be flowing down in the Up There Athletics Recovery Zone. Also a reminder that the FTK discount code at Pillar Performance is FTK and that gets you 15% off site-wide. I'm your host, Joel, and I'm joined with... Jack. <laughs> How you doing, Jack? I'm well, I'm well. I, uh, I didn't mention this, well, we, did, we didn't mention this to our, to our listeners that we were going to have a fill-in, but it's sort of become the thing now that if Brett can't make it, we just get you in. Next best. I actually, <laughs> I actually think you're, you're more fun... To, uh, to be on them than Brett, to be honest. Oh, I don't know about that. Um, but Pillar Hill, that's just Anderson Street. Yeah, so yeah. they're doing it. You, you're going to be there, right? Yeah, I'll come down for yeah. sure. I'm yeah. going to be at the, at the hill. So, yeah, do you, do you, well, you obviously don't listen, so you probably didn't even know about this. You're like, oh, no, what I is listen this? sometimes, Spora- sporadically, sporadically. I know what you don't listen to. Patreon, haven't seen your name, <laughs> name signed up yet. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> um, you know, I probably would pay to hear Geordie talk, though. I, I tell you right, right now, that's a really good episode. For, for once, I can... So me and Brett always are joking when, you know, if Brett has recorded an interview um, that I'm not on or I've done one that Brett's not on and I say to him, oh, have you listened? And Brett's always like, nah. nah. And then Brett <laughs> says to me, I'm like, nah. But this Does, one... Has Brett ever listened to back to an episode? Nah, nah. nah. Really? Nah. What about if it's one you haven't... Like one he hasn't been on or something. No, that's what I mean. He just doesn't listen to it. Um, Brett. Yeah, um, typical Brett. But the, 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 the Gold Coast Diaries with, you know, Riley hosting and, uh, and Jen and, and Geordie is, is really interesting. Yeah. You they know, speak really well. I um, saw you post like a photo of Geordie and I, like you tagged him and I was just looking through Geordie's um, Instagram profile and I'm like, you know what? It's probably time to go back and watch the the King Slayer video. <laughs> so the other night, I had like a two hour two hour YouTube session just watching old running videos of, jo- of Geordie. Yeah, the classic um, Geordie at Penn Penn State Relay. So if, if nobody's watched that, I think you should put it. Yeah, in I the don't show think notes. we haven't we haven't put that in yet. Uh, yeah, we haven't talked about it. A, an absolute flow track classic. That um, was his. That was the highlight of his career, right? Yeah, surely. So I, I don't think I'd met Jordy before that, and then I think I just heard about it. This was back in 2015. Um, but yeah, it's one of my, it's on one of the all time great running videos because yeah, he beats Chez in the last sort of 200 meters, and I don't think Jordy's ever ran faster in his life. <laughs> <laughs> he that was yeah, he was quite a modest runner before that, and then he became the most arrogant person on earth. Yeah, and he still wears the watch from that. Does he? Yeah, that gold watch. I think that's. I think that's from Penn State. Really? Still wears it around. Yeah. And they, so they called him the Kingslayer because yeah, Cheserek was like won everything in college. What's Cheserek doing? Who knows? I think he's running for. Um... I love that. I think he's running for. Uh, not I have not no on, idea. It's Sacconi or something. Not on Under Armour. Um, could be Under Armour. I think, yeah, I think he's still running okay. But who You're knows? like, if he's not running for Nike, I have no idea. <laughs> Get out. Um, but yeah, no, that, that Gold Coast Diaries, that dropped. Uh, the first, first episode we put out onto our, onto our uh, free-to-listen network. Um, but yeah, if you, if you want to keep listening to that, episode two and three and four and, and so forth, you know, we might even go 
might go to like episode 200 depending on how how much people like it um but that will all be on patreon so we will uh put links into the show notes of where to where to go to listen to that um also on patreon we had our first q a drop which was a q a session uh around running injuries with dave mcneil hosting um and he spoke to nick cross and richie johnson from melbourne cbd physio so that was super super interesting um and we're going to throw five minutes of that onto the back end of this episode as well so Doing a lot of uh, little teasers for people to get, <laughs> get them all hooked. And they're like, I see what you're doing. Yeah, get the wallet out, sign up to Patreon. Because without, you know, um, without everybody's support, we can't have fantastic people like Jack Rayner in the studio right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, Jack, before we go into uh, your training week, what the hell have you been up to? Because the last time you were on was... Right before World Cross, is that right? That soon? That recently? Mm, really? Question. Maybe Is that your house in Box Hill? Yeah. Your parents Just house. before World Cross? I think oh, like maybe a few weeks before. Yeah, I suppose maybe it was. You yeah, so check you, this, but yeah. So you did, yeah, you did World Cross. You had, you didn't have a niggle during World Cross, did you? Uh, mm, yeah, I kind of had a sore like calf in that sort of few days before World Cross. And then yeah. um, physio, my physio care was being very wary with it. Like, so I had a very easy, well, I was going to be tapering anyway before World Cross. And then, yeah, I did the race. Good for, the good for the physios with your history last year is to be wary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'll be fine. It's like, uh, Joel, you, uh, Joel, Jack, you're, uh, your tibia is poking out of skin. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did World Cross. Didn't really feel it in the race, but I was, um, yeah, racing on anti inflams and whatnot. And then, yeah, did the race and I was pretty well after it yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like pain wise yeah like tried to do a cool down and was like oh nope not gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah um pretty much treated it so you like, would have flogged kai robinson if you were like totally fine <laughs> <laughs> oh well, i didn't really miss any training before the race so still still relatively fit but um yeah i did the world cross and then yeah got a scan straight after the race nothing really showed up but i think it was just a bit too soon for an yeah. mri to show any damage um but yeah ended up having pretty quite severe symptoms like that week after. So they were just treating it like it was a stress reaction slash stress fracture. So yeah. ended up having like four and a half weeks off. That four and a half weeks went pretty quick though. It always does. Like I remember when you were like, oh, you know, I'm hurt. I've got to have some time off. And I feel yeah. like you miss, like, yeah, you did obviously miss four and a half weeks, but in my mind you missed like two weeks. Like, I didn't, you know what I mean? Like you don't see... It does, yeah. Coming. I feel like the start goes fast and then it's like... It starts dragging on. Yeah, and then... Well, when you do start getting back into running after it, you're barely running for a That's good true. two and a half weeks there. Like the first week I was started with like uh, 10 by 30 seconds. So yeah. It's like you can't as really call that. As fast as you can. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> yeah, 10 by 30 second jog. But then two weeks after that, you're like up to running 30 minutes in one go. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's important to be doing like like decent cross training in that time where you're doing you're starting your runs yeah i've always thought that's the the most annoying part of training is oh. when you're overlapping it's like the yeah run, you, you're not you haven't really dropped cross training so you've got to do the, all the cross training but then your running gets up you know, oh, but you're yeah, not yeah, yeah. you're not doing sessions yet so you've got to keep all the cross that training. crossover that's period that crossover. it's just like a bit of a lag yeah. but yeah but with that being said when you do do it all right and you get back to your running you get back fit so Wait, much quicker yeah which is why you were pretty fucking good in your first uh, your first session back. Um, for the listeners that that were listening, I think I don't know how many times I say that. I always say for the <laughs> listeners that were listening, like it just doesn't it's make like, 
any mm. sense. <laughs> don't know if there can be any that aren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> For all those listeners out there that were listening. <laughs> um, no, when I think it was about three weeks ago. Uh, yeah, must have been three weeks ago, your first session back. Yeah, when we had, the, a bit more. Yeah. had the 400s um, on the grass track. And it was a, yeah, a good session that we were talking about. And you... Yeah, you were just like straight in the deep end. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, I'll be with like the second group or something. Yeah. And Nick's like, no, nah, you're with Brett. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that's a good session for like um, your first one back when you have short short reps with recovery. Yeah. You're not doing anything over sort of three minutes. Definitely. But, yeah. That's one of those. Do you give your athletes, that your pulse athletes you coach, do you give them like 400s or 500s and stuff often? Yeah, or 300s. Yeah. Yeah, anything that's like a minute or 90 seconds. Yeah. I like doing that and then a mixture of some longer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I find like my athletes, quite a lot of them will like complain that they're so hard and stuff and it's like, yeah, you know, I'm only getting 60 seconds recovery or 40 because they, they're used to doing 90 seconds recovery for their Ks or yeah. like 2Ks and stuff and then they do 500s and I only ever give them 60 seconds. Sometimes I give them 45 seconds and they're like, oh, it's brutal. I'm like, well, you're also st- you're running this for the same distance. You've had two minutes recovery. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like two by 500, you're stopping earlier. Yeah, exactly. That is definitely something. It's something that takes a bit, a bit of getting used to. Yeah. Mm. So you're, you're up to now what your fourth week back training, would you say? Yeah. So cracked 100K for the last two weeks. So to similar to what you're doing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> took, it took me four months. You yeah. did it in, in three or four weeks. Are you having a day off too, yeah. Uh, with one day off. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, let's – so, yeah, so you, you got in you, – you didn't get a re-scan. Nah, I was – yeah, they're just treating it. They're like the, if we do a scan in sort of two weeks after the first scan, like – so you're doing the same recovery anyway. They're treating it by the symptoms, how it was feeling. Yeah. So yeah. And you, so you don't, yeah, you don't even know if it was fractured or not. Well, I don't know for sure, but yeah, there's a high chance it was a stress reaction. And uh, and after four weeks off, you never felt it again. Uh, you can still sort of feel it. I can't feel it at all now, but it's like it's like one of those things where you like you, if the you think about thing. it, yeah, it's like a phantom pain. If you're thinking that it's going to be sore in that spot, you're like, is it? But yeah, um, no, nah, it was never never got past sort of thinking about it a tiny bit but yeah Talk, <laughs> talking about fractures what about that photo i showed you photo <laughs> i showed you off air um one of my good friends dylan vazari who has actually been on the podcast with the strength conditioning uh q a he was uh made famous for for saying um that's not in my scope <laughs> when, when, that's not within my scope or something like that when people are asking really hard questions and he was just like he didn't want to he didn't want to go out and say something like really opinionated he just was, was safer to, for him to say oh well look you know you <laughs> should probably speak yeah you probably should speak to the professionals and i'm like dylan you are one of the professionals that's why you're on this <laughs> um but no he was playing midweek basketball with Wait, this was his knee this is his knee oh shit yeah yeah it's his knee Playing midweek basketball, um, who and I think this is just a good a good lesson for for why you should be you know if you're in your twenty late twenties thirties forties you know you should just be running. Hang up the boots with any, <laughs> hang up the boots with any team sports. So Dylan has uh, hyper extended his knee like. I don't know. I, he was telling me on on Saturday night, but I was like sort of not listening because it was making me feel sick. And he he's just yeah knee hyperextended um, to such a point that he, the two bones like pretty much compressed together, and he got a tibial plateau fracture. So that's like 
that yeah, the tibia. I tell you what, there's a lot of tibial fractures. Yeah. La- last week, I just told the listeners that my mum broke her tibia <laughs> while she's away in France. <laughs> next week, who's next? <laughs> um, but no, you put his, your hand up. Huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm about due. <laughs> couple couple weeks over hundred. Um, but no, this this uh, photo. I'm gonna I'll put it up in uh, when the episode gets released, for, for, so the listeners know what I'm talking about. But it is incredibly brutal. Um, but I was at one of my good mate Tom May's thirtieth uh, on Saturday night, and we were all talking about because Dylan Dylan came. He was in crutches. Um, I think you know, he was just wanting everyone to feel sorry for him. To be honest, that's why he was in crutches. But he uh, <laughs> he he was showing people the photo, and uh, two of my and I'm not allowed to. I asked permission to tell this story, and my mate's girlfriend, who I'm not allowed to say her name, but she said she said you can tell it, but don't say my name. She was looking at it, the photo, and she thought that. The gap in between the two bones, the femur—I think it's the femur—and the, femur. the, yeah, the femur and the tibia was the fracture. And when I show people, I'm going to put an arrow into how, like, how, people that know how to read a scan will see the actual fracture and think, yeah. "Oh, that's bad." It but sticks then, out like straight away. It sticks out straight away. <laughs> but, but yeah, not this is like this is a, a one centimeter fracture. If she, if we're going what she's talking about. Um, in a bone that goes whoop. in the bone, that goes, it's very funny when uh, when people people see that. But uh, no, lucky, lucky, you're back training. Um, do you know what is next for you, race wise? Yeah, so I'm going to do the Manchester Great Run 10k. So that's in 21st of May. 21st of May. Okay. Yeah. So so you'll be heading overseas fairly soon. Yeah, I think I'll go in a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, Last thing before we get into your training week, did you watch Brett's race last night? Well, I tried to. Yeah, we had the flow track stream going, um, and then yeah, sort of halfway through, it just cut out. Just cut out. And yeah. then um, yeah, the only other stream I could think of was um, getting a BBC iPlayer with a VPN. And did it work? Uh, nope. Yeah, I was going to say because that's what I tried doing. And then there was a bunch of YouTube streams. That... I wasn't on my phone, by the way. The whole because. Because I'm on this podcast with Brett, like my phone just goes. It's like yeah, everyone. I was thinking it's you'd just be blowing fucked. up. It's just yeah. like people just message me going, "Hey, oh, stream's not working. Hey, do you know where to?" And I'm just like, "I'm not. I just put put my phone away." Yeah, so that was really annoying because the Flowtrack stream was good up until it stopped working, yeah. and then all the YouTube ones would just they would work for a bit, and then they'd be like all scams, and they'd put a thing <laughs> over the video and go full race link in the comments. And yeah, it's like, and you just know, yeah, yeah. So that was really frustrating. So we couldn't even see. The yeah, last see, I, half of the race. Yeah, I put my um like for one of those things, I, and it said like if you put in all your credit card details, it'll give you the back half, back half of the race. So I did it. <laughs> Are you they, serious? Yeah, and they didn't give me the. I couldn't watch the race. <laughs> <laughs> you got me, <laughs> you dickhead. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. It's like me, me and Chelsea. We, yeah. We. we it, then like it didn't on mine. So then she put her credit card details in. Didn't work again. So we used her parents' car, my parents' car. <laughs> Oh, um, they would have got that many people with it, I reckon. It does, yeah. It's it's pretty shit. It is shit. Yeah, it's shit. You'd uh, think a big race like that, they could get their shit together and have it ready to stream for everyone. Yeah, or you'd think that uh, there'd at least be somebody doing the, you know, the Facebook stream. Yeah, I searched that. There was ones. They're all the same as YouTube. Yeah, scams. And if you get if you get caught doing that, it's like the the um, when there's like a big UFC fight and there's like someone streaming off their like phone. Yeah, like they get they can look, like seriously get sued so bad. yeah um, um but yeah what do you think of the what you did see of his race and, and what you because you spoke to him after yeah i just messaged him after and said 
like I think you could see in some parts, like he was looking really good at the start. Yeah. And then um, you could definitely tell he'd been to the balance runner. <laughs> <laughs> um, he definitely and then, has that. Um, yeah, I think I could tell like his like form changed a bit and I'm like, oh, he's definitely got a stitch. And we're following along on the live tracker and we could see his pace gradually dropping a bit. So I'm like, yeah, I'm putting two and two together thinking, yeah, he's, he's definitely struggling here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, messaging him after the race, he's like, yeah, Mo was just like dictating the pace, making it go fast, slow, fast, slow. and yeah. Which is not you, how you can run a fast When you're marathon. doing a marathon, you just want to be running smooth and even. That's, and how yeah, he ran, he said, that's how he ran the Aussie record. It was yeah. just like he was locked into the back of the Yeah, group, exactly. A group of 30 guys. And then, yeah. yeah, he was with a group of, like I think Andy Butchart was pacing, Mo, and then one other guy. So it was quite a small group. Yeah. And with the pace chopping and changing, he said he was pretty fucked after like sort of 15k or so yeah it's just you um, can't you just can't do it and it's mm. it sucks that you know um obviously mo is like because i would imagine if they had a pre yeah. a pre-agreed you would know this more than me um but if they had an agreed upon pace right, yeah then the pace is sort of like if one of the other runners was like oh go faster the pace would yeah not i think it. yeah it was mo's last race and everyone's like oh, because it's mo it's yeah. like oh we'll just do whatever mo says yeah exactly so i think oh, brett still beat him in the end he did yeah he did i'm still, glad he did but mm. it's uh yeah i look i think we're gonna have brett on um for a uh for like a, a london marathon recap special that we're gonna put out like a just yeah. a special episode because Brett, obviously, um, he's like on the plane now. Uh, well, he's not on the plane now, but we didn't have time to record. So that's why Jack's filling in. Um, but yeah, we'll hear all about that. Uh, and we've, you know, it's, we've got a lot of listener questions coming from our, um, our patrons. So if you do want to uh, ask <laughs> Brett a question, you know where to go. And we should probably do a special mention to Andy. We definitely should. What do you want? 2.10.20? One second slower than Brett. 2.10.20. <laughs> yeah, really good job. Um, to, to Andy, so we had Andy yeah. on the Q and A uh, just before, um, just before he he flew out to race. Uh, but yeah, phenomenal result from him. Yeah, he was on track for sub two ten for most, like up until almost forty k, I think. Yeah, and Ali Pashley had a good run. Yeah, sub two thirty at London. So yeah, another well. solid run. Yeah, it's hmm. um, wet. Did it was it raining this from the start? Or it looked it start? wet. I was yeah. watching the race, and the, it looked like the girls are running through puddles. Through puddles. Um, yeah, but yeah. That always makes it, it's got to make it harder, surely. Do you reckon? Oh, I don't think too much harder, unless your shoes are soaking wet. But mm. yeah. I um, remember that one that we watched when Brett was doing it during COVID, when it was like through the small loops. Oh, yeah. Pissing yeah. down. Surely just that's so miserable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this didn't look too bad. But fuck mm. the crowd as well at London. Like, thank you so much to all the, the UK uh, FTK fans out there. We had so many messages of people just screaming like FTK and for the kudos at Brett. It's pretty funny. It's good to funny. see. Really good to see. But yeah, in uh, insane weekend of racing for Aussies. So um, yeah, let's get into your training week, Jack. What have you What have you done? It's a pretty standard week for me actually. So kicked off things on Monday. I just did just an hour loop from home. So I just went along the Yarra, like along to Burnley and then through to Abbotsford and around, around some of the trails to finish off. Yeah. Um, Tuesday. When are you doing gym? I'm doing gym on usually Monday, Wednesday. <laughs> just not that week. Yeah. Oh, I would, would have oh, done yeah. gym after the run. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, an hour, four, four seventeens, I think I ran. Um, yeah. And then went into the gym, did a session then. And then Tuesday at the track with Dave, Stewie and you. Yep. Um, and yeah, we had... Are you going to go through your session or should I? Yeah, you go, you go through. So we did it the was, same session, really. Yeah, it was, uh, how many, what was it? 1,200. No, no so it was a mile in 70s. Yeah. Then and then 
uh, lap jog. Well, no, we had it until Stewie because Stewie yeah, stayed in. Yeah, that was in. the thing. So, it was, so, so, well, let's explain Stewie's first. Stewie had eight, uh, laps. eight laps and he had four laps in 70s. 70s three, three laps, laps in 66s. Yep, one lap 62. Yep. Um, Which is pretty bloody quick for eight laps. Yeah, it is. So we had yeah two sets of that. Um, with so you know it was a full eight lapper. Then it was a lap easy jog, and then it was four by two hundred. Yeah, in twenty nine with thirty seconds rest. Yeah, that's it. Um, so yeah, we missed the fifth lap, me, Dave, and Joel, and we just waited for Stewie to come around and then jumped in again for the last three laps. Yeah, but Dave and I just did two and a half laps. So yeah. Dave and I were just doing two hundred of the um, sixty two. This is a lot to take in. Isn't and it? I know <laughs> for um, all those listeners out there listening, they're probably just going, "Ah, oh, I have no idea what you guys are saying." Yeah, so. Basically, compared to Stewie, it was a fair bit easier, but still, still a really solid session for everyone. Yeah, it was yeah. it was pretty tough, I thought. But um, yeah, well, it was nice being on the track again, though. Mm, mm. Yeah, one. We'll, we've got one more week. Yeah, track tomorrow, and then we're back to the tan, which will be good. Yeah. Well, yeah. you'll uh, you'll have one week at the tan, and then you <laughs> maybe two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Good good point. So then Wednesday. Um. Yeah. Wednesday ended up finding my. Nike peg trail, so I'm like, need to be doing some trail runs now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My housemate Nath just being obsessed with trail running, so I'm like, you know what, I need to start doing some more trails because we do have some good trails close to home here. We do. Um, yeah, so I ended up running straight towards your place and then um, what's the big bridge here called? The uh, Fairfield? Pipe Bridge. Yeah, that bridge, crossed yeah. over there and then, yeah, did a big loop of all the trails like along the Yarra there. They're actually really nice to run they they are. There's yeah. the one blocked off though, where you come up to. I know one of. I'm sure one of them's blocked off. No, none were blocked, blocked off for me. No, nah. it's actually beautiful when you run past all the bats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone messaged uh, the other day saying they just couldn't stop laughing when we were saying Brett and I were saying to the bats like because I, I ran through the bats like two weeks ago <laughs> and you know bats are nocturnal right yeah so why the fuck are they. So Flying up above my head in the middle of the day, and I was like yelling at the bats to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, it's like pick. If you're nocturnal, go to bed. Was Andy up in the tree too? <laughs> <laughs> Get down, Andy. I look, you look. Up, I'm like, I look. I'm like, fuck these bats smell, and I look up. It's just Archie Reed and Andy beginning. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone that doesn't get that, that's a Bendigo Bats joke. <laughs> There's um, a lot of people that probably don't know who the Bendigo Bats are. Yeah, probably no idea. Uh, Wednesday went for a run from the VIS. So ran, yeah, from... Thursday, you mean? Thursday. No, yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday, you just did the trail run. Oh, Wednesday, you... the trail run. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> I'm confused. Hell. Thursday, I ran... Um, from the VIS. Yeah, and ran um, along the beach to Westgate Park. Yep. Did a little loop through there and then headed back. Um, just a bit over an hour, 15K. And then Friday had a solo threshold around the lake, two laps of the gravel. So finally back to full, pretty much full thresholds. So what pace were you? Three or twos on yeah. the gravel, so decent. Um, um, why were you solo? Because no one... Like People what? trained Thursday, I think. Stewie's. Well, Sinead was there, but she just trained a bit earlier. So, yeah. Um, and then my mum came on the bike, which was good. So I had a bit of a pace. Um yeah, it was actually a beautiful morning. Very rare you get absolutely no yeah, wind around Albert Park. Friday, yeah, I wasn't running. Yeah, you were doing it. Day off. Day off, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Saturday, just another easy hour. 
Um, no, actually, scratch that. Saturday's my day off. Went for a gravel ride. Yeah. Yep. It gets so a bit confusing, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I know. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. when you, you said, I said, are you ready for your training week? And you're like, yeah, yeah it's, it's all on my phone. It's easy. And I'm like, ah, actually, no, you'll need your phone to, uh, <laughs> to film. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Saturday's my day off, which has been nice, having a full rest day. So yeah. hopefully that doesn't stay like that forever. But yeah, well, for now, you, it's good. You, then again, didn't you break the Aussie record off with a day off? Yeah. Well, at least maybe not all the way, but definitely for a lot of that block when you're yeah. back to fitness. Yeah, so I was running off quite low mileage back then still. But yeah. Um, yeah, and then Sunday went to – wait, where did I run? Oh, yeah, out in – was this this Sunday? Yeah, so Sunday, Sunday just gone, two oh. day, yesterday. Yeah, our flats. Yeah. yeah. Solo. Solo again. Yeah, 90 minutes. Solo running. Yeah, I know. It's been a lot of solo running this week. Did you yeah. just drive out to your flats and do, yeah. the, do the loop or 45 out and back? No, I just did the loop, Yeah, which is – yeah, it's really fun. It's yeah. a good loop out there. Do you go with music when you solo? Or no? I did this week, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. How do you put it on your watch? Or no, I run with my phone. phone. Yeah. I've yeah. been doing that a lot recently. You get used to it. Yeah. I did, oh, you hold it in your yeah. hand? Oh, nah. That's an Ed Goddard special. I can't do that. I've got the plus. It's too big. True. To put in my pants. In your pants. Yeah. yeah. True. Um, yeah. Cool. Nice. How many Ks for the week? Like 103. Yeah. yeah. So when you... When you go to um, notice, like what you you're 103, and I was just like, oh yeah, nice. Whereas, like, if I do 103, that's like a big achievement. Like, streamers come into the studio and stuff. <laughs> um, so, when you're leaving, what in two, two, three weeks? Yeah, for that was the great, not great North run. It's the Great it? Run series. So There's a bunch of them. Okay, and what did you say it was Manchester? Or Manchester, yeah, yeah, 10k, 10k. You yeah. did that last year, yeah, yeah. It was the race the Zane got popped. Yeah, that's right. But he came like 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, is that where he won? It's like, no, that was his brother. <laughs> yeah. um, they, they listen to the podcast, big podcast fans. Pretty much, I don't think. There's, there's no one that doesn't listen to this podcast now. Thank you to BBC for the mention on the live stream. Yeah. Yeah, it was very cool. I think it was Paul Radcliffe, was it? I think, yeah. We'll have to go check. Fact check that, but I'm pretty sure it was. Fact check on this podcast. We don't. We do not <laughs> fact check anything on this podcast. <laughs> um, like that, then go with it. So yeah, my week. Um, oh, actually, no. Last question I had for you: How long are you going to spend overseas? Because I know different time. You know, like Nick sends a group over, and sometimes you know, especially if you're doing a lot of track stuff, you'll be you could be over there for five, six months at a time. Yeah. Well, but, World Champs is like starts in August 19. Yeah. So hopefully, till after that. Do you have qualifying, qualifiers? No. So, yeah, I'll try probably the 5K first. Yep. So the qualifying time is 30.07. So At least you one know second you... slower yeah. than my PB. Fuck, <laughs> it's so brutal. Mm. And the 10K is 20, yes. 27, 27.10? Yeah. So, so it's five, five seconds faster than Aussie my record, PB. Which is Aussie record. Yeah, so... We'll I think, t- yeah, if you look at them both on paper, the 5K is a bit easier, but marginally. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. We were, I was speaking to, um, to, I think it was Dave. Was, was it Dave? Um, or maybe it was Bucks, actually. No, it was, yeah, it was Bucks. Speaking of Ben Buckingham in a cool down of, uh, at Gels Park, and we were talking about just how quick things are now. And he's like, he's like back like a few years ago when guys were like over, Aussie guys were going, like the fastest guys were going and running like 13, 18, 13, 19, 13, 20 and stuff for five. Yeah. It's like that, that, like, that now is like 13, 40s. Yeah, it's crazy. Right? It's like just it's like. A, surely it's not just the shoes, but that's part of it. But yeah, yeah. the whole 
across the board, everything has just gotten it's just better. Crazy. Like yeah. Andre Waring, he ran. He went and ran. Um, he went and ran thirteen thirty one, I think. In, yeah, it was thirteen thirty or thirteen thirty one over in over in the states. Oh, and so it's, it's like, like a, just cracking sub fourteen. <laughs> Honestly, it's like that's a great run from him. It's a huge PB. It's what eight eight seconds quicker than I've run. No, it's um, a great run. But it's like the fucking qualifying time is thirteen oh seven. Yeah, do you know what it's I mean? Mental. It's just mental. It's mental. But you can be running. But that. I think yeah, the idea is that not everyone that gets to world champs is qualifying by time. Yeah, that's when the point system comes in. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, especially in the 10K as well. Like, Yeah. Mm. So you would prefer at Worlds to do the five? Oh, I'd like to do both, but yeah. yeah. You can do both? I need to look at the thing. I need, yeah, I think you can do both. You yeah. need to look this up. Throw but. the marathon in there as well? Mm. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, would the, well, Andy wouldn't have got the qualifier, obviously, because it's like 209 something, right? Yeah, 209 something. But now. surely with a 210, 20, he would like get... It would give him a lot of points, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Mm. brutal. Um, Yeah, anyway, my week um, started off with an hour on Monday um, and then, yeah, Tuesday did that session with with you guys. Um, But my adductors, which have been like this for like a long time, um, just one of those, I'm not going to call it an injury, but it's just whenever I go really fast on the track, um, they just get really angry. And I, yeah, as a result, I was like, so when we did the, the last 200 of that. You weren't having a bar of it when I said take a 200 rep. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck off. And, the, and then you, yeah, yeah, we're running in the group and, and Jack's like, Joel, we'll just all, we'll all do, because it's me, you, Stewie, Dave. And you're like, yeah, we'll just all do one each. And I just looked at you and just went, absolutely not. There's something about I like when there's the I know, even amount nice. of reps and the even amount of people. And it like, is nice. You do one each. And I said some smart ass thing like, yeah. And then when I'm fucking injured, you'll just be like, oh, well, too bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just did, I just ran like 31s um, for those, which it was one of those things where I'm only two seconds behind you, but geez, you guys look like you're so far in front. Yeah, I was especially like, on a 200. Yeah, like two, like two seconds, seconds is like a lot. 18 meters, who knows? Um, but I even found, found that, like the 31 seconds, I found that pretty pretty hard with the 30 second rest. Um, I'm just, yeah, not too good at, at the faster stuff uh, at, at the moment, but I'm just like honestly craving to go back to the tan. Like it's yeah. been so long since I've had, I think I said this on the podcast last week or two weeks ago that I, haven't, I have never had since being a runner, a full winter of training. Yeah, I couldn't believe that when you told me the other day. I'm always, I always get injured at some point in that, like whether I'm like coming into into winter or during winter or out of winter, I get injured. So, yeah. Um, yeah anyway, right. How good is the tan? Yeah, it's just... What's being my top few spots to train? It's Yeah, I, I would I'd definitely agree with that. And I mm. think the, the thing that I love about it the most is that it's really, especially like with this new approach to training that I've got, it's, it's the only... It's the only place we train at where you're training to yourself. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Like so Nick and Collis will be there and they'll be like getting our times and stuff. But because you hit the end, you hit the 1K and you lap your watch for a 60-second break, if I start, if I finish five seconds behind you, I'm starting my next my next rep five seconds behind you. Yeah. But you're it, not cutting your I'm not cutting. Sure. But when we're at Waverly, you have yeah, to cut yeah, recoveries yeah. or you have yeah. to like try it's just that's what you just have to do mm. um everything's way more to t- t- time whereas yeah. at the tan you know if it's windy it's a bit slower and stuff like that um i think the tan those sessions when you do like months of them um they get you really good for road oh for, for sure road stuff. yeah um but obviously when you need to run like a 1307 uh or faster to qualify you, you need to be doing a bit of track you need to be on the track <laughs> yeah um 
but yeah, did that did that session on on Tuesday. Was pretty uh, yeah, pretty pretty sore after even with just running thirty one seconds for that. Um, then Wednesday went out for uh, about sixteen k um, in the morning with Tom Glover. Just went out on the Merry Creek Trail and then finished with Jim. Um, I always find Jim like straight after a run. You're doing seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up to seventy on a Wednesday, which is why my K's have been climbing up. Yeah, out. I know, <laughs> getting too fit. Um, no, it's like Collis overheard me say to you on the track, being like, "Yeah, I've never had a, I've never had a uh, winter uninjured." And then he hears that, and he goes, "Up, oh, yeah, up to seventy and all wet." <laughs> How crazy to think like you think that's big, and then you like Brett's like, "Oh yeah." 90 in the morning and then 30 at night. 30 at night. Like, I know. Like, two-hour day. The thing is <laughs> I've done I, that a few times, but I'm like, shit, that's it, a lot of running. <laughs> right. And the thing is I don't actually think it's that big. Seven, Like 16K. No. Um, interestingly, when, when we had Andy Buchanan on for the Q&A, he doesn't really do any like hour runs. They're all like 16, 17K. He just yeah, must right. run like 75 because he's working. Yeah. Um, he doesn't really do the like 60, 30 split. He sort of does like 17, 18K and then does like 5K, yeah. 4K at night. Um, it's not even worth getting not out even, the door for. Exactly, that's the rule. If it's not over, if it's not over five k, it's not a run. I thought he would have wanted to run sub two ten. Yeah, and then Andy listens to this, by the way, so he's going to hear you bullying him. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, Thursday just did yeah another hour easy. No, I didn't actually. Sorry, got confused there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Th- it's because it's, it's a bloody race week for me. Things are mixed up. Um, Thursday I had a hour run and I had 10 minutes at like three twenties in it. Yeah. So about 10 seconds a K slower than the threshold. That feel easy? Interestingly, it didn't feel as easy as I would have expected. Mm. It was, look, it didn't feel hard, but it just, I sort of didn't feel like I was in a rhythm and also like it was the day after gym and yeah. stuff and I just felt a bit tired. Um, more in the legs, like I, I, I felt like I could hold it breathing wise all, all day, but um, I think the point of it was just not to to give me something a little bit um, faster uh, in preparation for Gels Park on Saturday, but not like a proper threshold. Yeah. So it was just like t- yeah, ten minutes um, easy, and then Friday I had day off, so I went for a ride, like day off running, went for a ride. Um, I was gonna do gym, but I didn't want to do gym the day before the race. No, so it's never a good idea. Never a good idea. And then I had Gels Park. Um, which was, yeah, my first first cross-country race in, in a long time. Um, I it was at 6K cross-country down at Gels Park in Melbourne. Um, How long since you've done Gels? Well, I did it last year, but I just like tempoed it. Yeah. I had that back the back, back injury um, yeah. and so I just went down and sort of and just like thresholded it sort of, yeah, didn't, didn't run too fast. But this, this time gave it a red-hot crack. Um, I'm Div 2 with Doncaster Athletics. Yeah, um, been, been there, done that. Been there, done that. So you start 20 metres behind. You catch up pretty quick though, hey? Well, yeah, you do for sure. Um, but yeah, running running it to the back of the, the, the sort of front guys and then I'm like trying to relax and settle in and then try and work my way up. Um, ben Buckingham was pretty much leading it with Liam Cashin yeah. and I was like sitting on those guys. And to be honest, I remember like doing gels like a few years ago when I was like, I was like like really fit going to gels because I'd had like a good summer and then I've yeah. gone into gels and I was saying that this to Bucks after the race that gels, because it's the first of the cross country, you've got a lot of guys who are still track fit yeah, and have been yeah. doing a lot of faster track stuff and then they go to gels. Whereas like for me, it's my first sort of run. Like I did a Hobart obviously, yeah, which was a half yeah. marathon, but it was my first time running under three minute Ks like in a race and it's so cross it's pretty country. pretty tough, isn't it? And it's fucking brutal. Like the amount of pain I was in 
like one. So yeah, I, uh, we at about two and a half k bucks started to surge, and I had um, like then Liam went and I was trying to sit on. I couldn't, so I got dropped. So I was sitting in like third. Yeah. Um, but there's nowhere on that course to really find your rhythm. No, you could not 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 get in a rhythm once. Yeah. Um, which really which really hurt. So. I was yeah sitting sitting in sitting in third, um, and then I had Archie Noakes, the young young gun from from uh, Essendon. He sort of came around me, and then Seth O'Donnell um, yeah. from from Mentone. I think he runs for, but everyone knows Seth O'Donnell. Um, he came past me again, so then I was like dropping back, and then I like started to fight again and get I went back past him. So it was like us three were sort of going forward and back, and that's proof that you can get in a rhythm because it was like. You know, one person runs down the hill a bit quicker, so you go round them, and then the next person goes up the hill a bit quicker, so then you get past. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no you're never working as a as a as a group or anything. Um, but then, yeah, like coming through uh, about probably five k, I'd say we we dropped um, Seth, and it was just me and Archie uh, Archie Noakes and sort of swapping the lead, and then I went back past him again with probably yeah f- maybe five point two like eight hundred to go. And I was like, oh yeah, I've got him. And then he just came back straight past me again. Um, And then that was me done. I was just like trying to get to the finish line. Um, But I, yeah, just like fought it out. And I think I ran 1804 for the the 6K. Um, And Bucks was the fastest uh, first split. First split. And he ran 1751. So I was, yeah, 1751. Yeah, seven fifty one, seven fifty three, or something. So I was like, went too far back. Though. Yeah, I was about like 10, 11, 12 seconds um, back, back behind him, um, something like that. And I was like, fuck, he's like pretty fit. And I know, like, I was speaking to Liam Cash, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm like fit. And I'm like, okay, this is a, this is a good good run for me for like my first sort of my first like uh, hard hit out back against those those kind of guys. Um, so I was I was happy. And then I'd I'd spoken to Collis and Collis was like you know that's really good you know you're better than Hobart and that's all you got to do just try and get a bit better each ray each race um, and then when we looked at the we looked at the times after yeah. um, I saw uh, Ed Marks and Cody Shanahan and I saw that and they'd run like thirty five and seventeen twenty five something like that yeah, yeah it was that's way quick. quicker and I saw that and I went oh that must be wrong because I remember um, <laughs> so I was speaking to Collis about it and I'm like that and I, and I saw him running. And they didn't look like they were running that fast, right? Yeah. That's, I, I thought that. <laughs> it's now, very hard to judge though. For sure, for yeah. sure. But I just mean they didn't look like they were flying in the same like, – Yeah. And I just said – I just saw it and I was just like, oh, fuck, no way. And I remember like two or three years ago, I ran last and my time was incredibly quick. And I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, there's no way I ran that. But apparently it's because you can um, – like sometimes they'll use the last person's time – They'll, they'll add all the other times up and then whoever the last person is will just make the make the full time. Does that make sense? So rather than ca- timing everybody's splits, oh, okay. the last runner, they do the maths of like the first five minus the overall time. Okay, right. Minus so that. Can be so some... anyway, that's what, this is what it was like three or four years ago, right? This okay. is what I'm thinking in yep. my head. If, if Cody Shanahan and Ed Marks are listening, don't worry, I'm about to, I'm about to say how, how I was definitely wrong. Um, and then, you know, I was like thinking that and I was like, yeah, geez, cause there's no way that those, uh, those guys ran that. And then I saw Cody's Strava and he hundred percent did. Yeah. So they just absolutely <laughs> flogged us all. So my 1804 just was like, oh, okay. Long way to go. <laughs> cause I was sort of seeing it's like, yeah, Bucks, like Bucks was flying this year and like yeah. running well, really well. It's good to see Shannon's back. Yeah. Which is cause Cody. he had a back injury for ages. Yeah, ages. But yeah, he's. He's very, very talented. So. He's a really good runner. Um, and Ed Marks having, having a great year as well. Um, but funnily enough, I was saying to Smack 
I, I said to him, I go, yeah, I just don't understand how those guys ran like so much quicker. And he said something which is true. When you run first, you've got the tactics a little bit. Like yeah. People don't yeah. want to go to the front. People, <clears throat> whereas when you're running in fourth or fifth or whatever, you just it's a time trial from the start. Yeah. So they probably put a lot of time into it. And they're up against lap. each other too. Yeah. So that's like... Yeah, that would have spurred them on more as well. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, in summary, those two boys absolutely flogged us, um, and yeah, it'll be really good. Um, good to race them. At, so the next one I'm doing is Albert Park. And, I was about uh, to ask, what's your next? Albert yeah, Park. Albert Park 10k. Um, next, not next week, the week after, yeah. S- Sunday seventh, seventh of May. Um, so that'll be really good. It'll be the first time I am because I'm coaching a bunch of people that are racing, so they get to technically race against me. And Riley Wolf is like, uh, like I'm coaching Riley, obviously, and I, I've got him doing it. And I told him he was doing it. He goes, "Fuck!" He goes, "I'm one zero against you because I pulled out a Gold Coast when we started the half <laughs> oh together." God. And he's like, "I'm like, mate, I'm just trying to do it so we can even even it up one one." Um, but yeah, that'll be good. Uh, and I finished off my week with a 90 minute run on Sunday, so I was 114 k. Where'd you run? Um, from uh, Newport. Newport, yeah. Down on that beach loop that I've done, I did about five, four, five weeks ago, yeah. which I really like. It's not bad. It's good. Um, so yeah, overall, it's pretty pretty good. Um, yeah, cool. Well, let's get into things we have seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. How do you, what's the acronym? What Totsa? It's T W H S O I T W T W A T A. Things go. we have seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. Actually, our stuff. There's a. There's. A, well, I missed the sure there. It's pretty hard to, to. It's pretty easy to miss a letter when you've got oh. <laughs> thirty letters in the acronym. It's a long one. Maybe that's, that's your sure. next tattoo. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you got for us? Uh, well, I think I listened to last week's one, which you guys have been laying into the gym bros, haven't you? <laughs> so Here we go. To keep up with that theme, um, yeah, it's another gym bro. Um, I think he's from Melbourne. Um, but yeah, he's he's in his car and he's got... Um, he's got... You love this guy. <laughs> I've showed you before. It's just ridiculous. Not, not sure about it. Um, yeah, he's got like Melbourne bounce like blaring in the background and then he's like... Um, facing the camera and he's just shouting at his phone like inspirational quotes <laughs> and then it's like building up to the drop and then <laughs> as the drop's about to go, um, yeah, he like taps the his can of Monster. It was Monster? Yeah, I thought it was. Monster on the lens and then like has a big sip and then the drop comes <laughs> and he starts like bopping his head. <laughs> I wonder if he's done, like I wonder if he's had to do a few takes of that. So oh, definitely. Because like, he's, he's fucked up, like he's about to do it and then he misses the drop and has the sip of Monster too early. He's like, fuck, I've got to do it again. Yeah, so wasn't too sure about that one. And <sighs> I uh, went on his profile, the only person that's following him is your sister. <laughs> is she? <laughs> I think I, I, I showed your sister at Toon's birthday and she thought it was hilarious. <laughs> so now she follows him. I can't tell if he's just taking the piss. I don't think so. But if he is, then he's got that he's is got the upper absolutely hand. hilarious. And he's got a, the upper hand on all of us. <laughs> but yeah, if he is taking the piss, kudos. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's funny. Um, well, yeah, the fact that you've put in a long video in, and I realize I can't really top that because it's just so funny. Uh, I have a picture of uh, Brett from the race. <laughs> you showed I'm me this gonna, before. It <laughs> is ridiculous. Uh, I, I think I'm just going to, yeah, rather than rather than uh, build it up and, and give it a good story, um, yeah, one of our listeners sent it to me um, and it's just Brett 
uh, a close-up picture of him looking like I think really, it's on the, from a screen. From right? the screen. Yeah. It's like the screen and he's just um, looking, you know, really at the start line looking really motivated and he looks really good and he's ready you know to have a like? good race. It looks like, remember when we were doing the um, panorama yes. photos yes. and we'd like do the panos and then like go really fast <laughs> to someone's head and <laughs> seeing how mangled we could but make. I, but I thought it, Brett looks quite good in that photo. He looks pretty attractive, yeah. yeah I mm. thought so. Yeah. So uh, that's it. Thank you, Jack, so much for, for uh, stopping by. That's all right. Um, in other news, we had the first of our women's marathon special dropping uh, a couple of days ago. So this is coming out on Wednesday night and Tuesday night for patrons. And, yeah, the first of the, the women's marathon special um, with Ali Pashley dropped on Monday night. Well, thank you so much again, Jack, for coming on. And we'll uh, see you next time Brett has a race. Next time Brett has a race. Yeah, when's that going to be? Who knows? I'll probably be overseas. <laughs> That's all right. We'll, we'll uh, you know, Gretton House is getting pretty big with all yeah. the patron supporters, so we'll be able to fly you, fly you back over to record. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> See you, mate. No worries. Cheers. See you guys. Have there been any injuries of your own that you look back on as being pivotal in how you understand injury now as a physio? Injury that I had um, and what sparked my interest. Look, you know, as a track sprinter, um, like I was like more susceptible to um, muscle injury and Dave and Richie, look, the injuries that I had were exactly that in the, in the posterior, in the posterior thigh. And, um, and what really got me interested um, in muscle injury and the occurrence was um, sometimes like when, you know, you can be quite focused in on local pathology and tissue and, um, and, and trying to get that in inverted commas better and, and you know, um, and skinning the cat a particular way and then realise it doesn't work and then you do it again and it doesn't work and you're like, oh, geez, you know, but why isn't this working? Like I've done everything right, you know, according to, you know, um, textbook and how other people have told you to do it and um, and then finding that, you know, it's not as it's not exactly just a simple solution. Sometimes there's so many different contributing factors, and I think that's what really like sparked off my um, clinical interest. And look, I wasn't a bad runner. Well, I wasn't an Olympic standard, or you know, um, a sub two hour thirty marathon runner like you two. But um, you know, the, the ultimately what ended me was a was a arthritic, um, you know, and degenerative joint in my foot. But um, yeah, I think that that was a really that was a big that was a big thing that sparked me off, um, and sparked off my um, yeah the the um, probably what would you say like um, never ending rabbit hole that we can all go down trying to understand as to why some things just occur. Yeah, Richie. Uh, so I came to running a bit later. Um, I'd finished kind of playing a uh, team sport, so uh, rugby union basically. So, but I'd, I'd ran a little bit when I was a kid, but uh, towards the back end of when I was transitioning into running, I developed a lower back injury and it kind of influenced how I could run. And also being a physio at the time, I was trying to get a better understanding that, okay, it was very much influenced by load 
And uh, for a period, I couldn't run at all. So I had to change how I could load my lower back. And basically, just to function through every day, I actually had to turn to like another type of exercise, basically, to unload it for a lot to settle. And then I, eventually, in time, I was able to return to running, but it was very much a gradual buildup. And I'd started my my PhD then, so therefore there was a undertaking of reading a lot of literature around training load, basically, and how the body adapts to training load, and um, especially from a tissue capacity, really. So then, just I was fortunate to build up over time that my back responded quite well to running loads, and then therefore I I kind of need that now every day to really function. So if I don't run. And um, I keep my, if I don't run, I pretty much get a stiff lower back. And if I, I do maintain that, then if I keep running, then it keeps me pretty much, as I call it, my active medicine cabinet. So it keeps me moving, keeps me healthy. And therefore, that's kind of my reason for running. Um, and not to say that it'll never come back, but essentially running at the minute for me just is, it's a, just a good functional thing that, and fortunately, I've I've become quite competitive in the running landscape, so therefore, I get um, the buying. I get my buying from a buck from doing that as well too. Yeah, really, really insightful. And um, for for you, Rich, I think that's probably something that the listeners will will really resonate and like hearing is is um, that you know running's kind of been your yeah, as you said, your active movement medicine and that it's actually been kind of good for you. And, mm. um, you know, I think a lot of runners will have been scarred in the past of maybe being told not to run. And um, we'll, we'll certainly try and unpack this in terms of, um, you know, understanding injury. And we'll, we'll probably talk a little bit more about it uh, in, in the second episode. But, um, and, and, and Nick, I, I really like with your with your anecdote that, you know, kind of going down this 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 same sort of path each time and like what does the textbook say and and then sort of realizing that it's um there's so much more context to injury and hope you enjoyed that q a teaser trailer um thanks a lot to dave mcneil richie johnson and nick cross it was a super informative q a session that one to hear the rest of that you'll have to become a friend of the show at www.com patreon.com forward slash for the kudos. Also a reminder that Pillar Performance discount code is FTK and that will give you 15% off site-wide. Plenty of uh, cool, exciting products from Pillar Performance. So shop their range there. I know Brett is going to be absolutely smashing the triple magnesium on the way home on the flight. Hopefully see you all on the Pillar Hill, which is on Anderson Street Hill at this weekend's Run the Tan. It's going to be a sick one. Thanks, guys. 